Commence primary ignition. I'm just not the, the hero type, clearly. What a piece of junk. Enterprise, this is the captain. I got a bad feeling about this. It's all part of the plan. Engage. Welcome back to Podcaster for One. I'm your host, Donovan Thompson, with my co-host, Daniel Wingfield. In today's episode 157 of Podcast Super One, youtube.com slash two for one studios, the best place to consume the content. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and notification bell. That way you have to download all future episodes of Podcast Super One. Again, youtube.com slash two for one studios. And if you didn't know, and guys, let's be honest, you probably did not. We are sponsored by Kapow Comics, located at 4047 East Kill Avenue in Sherwood, Arkansas, that they have comic books, collectibles, graphic novels, and of course, special guest appearances throughout the year. Daniel, it's 157. First of all, we did this for a long fucking time. It feels it's actually like. <laughs> 12 to 12. So, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we're doing this for a, for a long time, you know? And um, yeah. it's it kind of, it, it, you know, let's start with the Mandalorian. We guys, we're talking about Mandalorian episodes um, five and six. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I just don't know if I would have got to the day. I, I didn't imagine this day happening. You know, like I always thought our Lord and Savior, Favreau and Filoni, would, um, I don't know. Keep us on this path. I always thought, like you know, it's like our like for the podcast. Sure. We could, you know we could disagree about this, we disagree about that. But every year and a half, year or so, we can always come back on podcast for one talk about the Mandalorian and like right. and praise it and put it on this pedestal and stuff. But you know, if listeners, if you've gotten anything from the last few episodes about season three, it hasn't been all you know rose colored glasses. And I feel like this is just another case. These last episodes here is more proof that it's not what it used to be. Yeah, no, it's interesting because in some ways, the last two episodes have been more interesting just because they've had a lot more going on in each of them. Like there's just been a lot more plot and just action even. Um, And at the same time, they still have this just feeling of want kind of aimlessness this is i don't know everything i i'm sure they're pulling everything together at the end but like everything still feels so disparate and it just feels like we take breaks from what we think are going to be like the main plot and just do these other things and um while there's some interesting action and sometimes some interesting lore type things in there it's never worth it in my opinion and i think honestly watching these two episodes my big one of my biggest takeaways of like what is an underlying problem that's just kind of constant in the season is that um i don't know if it's it's probably a credit to both the writing the performances and the direction but they're not great the the performances by pretty much all the actors don't feel like real characters they don't feel like they're selling the role they don't it feels very surface level dialogue it feels very like there is no nuance to the dialogue they just tell you what's going to happen or it just feels very just very plain and very like i said not realistic doesn't feel like i mean like you know i love the the x-wing pilot but every line he delivers feels like i don't know like like not a real pilot it feels like someone reading lines to me, you know what I mean? Um, it feels like someone acting as this. It's it's just, it doesn't come off natural. It doesn't come off like a real character. It just comes off as more theatrical, almost more like theater. Um, and I don't know. And even sometimes like 
you know, uh, the entire town got chased out of the village. Apparently that's 30 people and they don't look like a town. They look like cosplayers. You know what I mean? Even just, even as I'm like watching the background actors and how they're acting and stuff, it just is all very like showy and stuff like this, but not like real, not, not, not like, like it doesn't feel like a reality of like, this is, this is, you know, it, like such as Andor where like everyone acts like a real person person that lives in a real world with a backstory and you don't get all that because it's just informing their performance i don't get any of that with like any character here and you know yeah jack black's funny and every time i get a little jack black it makes me a little happy because i really like jack black okay i think he's great and in some ways i think he actually fit that role better than lizzo fit for sure but it's just, you know, throwing these celebrity cameos at it, it just it just feels all so unimportant or nonsensical or just just like I just I again, I just have no reason to invest like emotion into it. Like I'm here to just see what happens and, you know, again, see some cool fight scenes because the action scenes are great and they look fantastic and blah, blah, blah. But they're just it's missing the it's it's missing the realness. It's missing the the uh, I, I, I and again, I, it's it's so hard. Like, where does the blame fall in that? I don't know. I, I can't believe it's just the writer's fault. You know, I, I think probably, yeah, some of the lines aren't great, but I, those may not be lines they wanted in there anyway. Those may be studio dictated lines. I can't believe it's all the actors fault because we know there's some really good actors out there. You know what I mean? Um, it lends me to believe that it's, it comes from direction that, that it, this has been such a consistent style of performance that, and, and even it's, it's not stuff that we haven't seen. Like it's, it was been, it's been in the Mandalorian ever since we went to Tatooine and met the droid lady with crazy hair, right? Like that, that is exactly what I'm talking about that now it feels before we had one character like that. And now it feels like everybody's like that. <laughs> and it's just, I agree. It's, it's just unsatisfying. I do want to pull back a little bit to the chapter 21, the pirate kind of touch on Jack sure. Black and Lizzo. Those kind of things don't work for me because part of it is I didn't know. I can't think of the you're gonna, people are going to hate me. The actor who originally played Obi-Wan Kenobi. What's his, what was his name? I don't remember. Alec it. Guinness. It, yes. Alec Guinness. Like he was pretty famous, you know, and it was kind of like a big deal to get him for star Wars. And then the other yes. big character in that was, James Earl Jones, who just lent his voice. He wasn't physically there. So it's right. kind of hard to connect that. One of the things about Star Wars that was so kind of magical to me was that these are, they ended up becoming stars because of that movie, particularly yes. Harrison Ford. Um, but it just, it, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, it's the whole thing about casting people. You don't like, when you cast Brad Pitt in something, you're not just casting Brad Pitt, you're casting Brad Pitt and his other 20 movies too. You know, right. some right. people have the ability to, and I'm going to, it's an example, Daniel Day Lewis, to become a new character, yes. to become something, to embody something like that. Jack Black didn't embody anyone other than Jack Black. I love Jack Black. Like, I I mean, he's like one of the most delightful human beings on the planet, in I my agree. opinion, especially as that's a celebrity, you know, but it doesn't, it didn't help Star Wars casting him. It was a, it was like a, a beat or like, you know, they were like, Hey, it'd be fun if Jack Black got this because we love him and I love him too. And let's get him in. And like, you know, we want everyone to have fun, which I get that. But if you cast Jack Black, cast him as like an alien, don't cast right. him. You know what I'm saying? And like, there's ways to doing it without with to help us believe the world more. 
like Simon you know? Pegg. He he was in The Force Awakens, but she never. It's great. It. He's, right, he's right. great exactly. as that character. Exactly, yeah. and I think you're right. That is one thing that the, the 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 sequels did do was it gave us a brand new cast that were all great and relatively unknown before that. Right. right. And I think you're you're right that it and maybe they're seeing that as a fault. I, I don't know. But you're, yeah, you're right. It's just it. I mean, Camille Donjiani in 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 Obi-Wan. Right. Awful horrible. decision. Horrible. Yeah. Just downgraded everything about everything when he was on it. And, and I love Camille Donjiani. Yeah. I think he's hilarious. I and I like yeah. him in like the roles he's right for. Like, you know, uh, uh, Silicon Valley was great. He's great in that. But I'm yeah. just saying. That's the thing now. When you think about like that time period, you're like, oh wait, there's a guy who just act just like Camille Nanjani that's you're, in that time period. And you're you're exactly he, right. It's not like they're casting a character in a show; they're casting an actor in the show. Yeah. We don't want you to be a character. We want you to be yourself in the show. And that just yeah. feels like, again, it makes Star Wars. It makes like it feels like they're treating Star Wars like a theme park, right? Like their theme parks, where it's just like. You know, it's just it's just kind of fun. It's not anything that deep or that cool. It's just kind of surface level. Some fun rides, some cool yeah. shows. Well, they're treating like the MC. They're, they're treating like I'm going to say like the blockbuster. Um, the, those properties, which Obi Wan Kenobi falls in that. You know, Mandalorian falls in that. Where it's kind of like the every for every person, every general person. Like it's got the explosion, it's got the fun action sequences. They're treating that like the MC, which is what the MCU does. They cast people in roles that are actors, and that's you know the MCU kind of started that way. Like it started sure. with Robert Downey Jr., who's a famous person, and it started with Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow and Mark Ruffalo and Edward Norton as the Hulk and Chris Evans. It's kind of, like you know we those are actors. Like we, it's not the same. It's, that universe started that way, right? And it was always kind of fun. Like, oh, they got Stallone to be in Guardians Volume Two, like, and it's okay because it's right. Guardians, and, and like, he has it's a you small know, role. Yeah, and, but it's it's again, it's like the expectation in the worlds or those universes are different, right? And but Andor somehow again, it was in pre-production before a lot of these things, like before right. Point Kenobi released after it. It still followed its own set of rules, and so hey, we have been yeah. spoiled now by Andor. Its biggest version of that is Andy Circus, but Andy Circus, Andy Circus disappears in his roles. He did disappear in his role more so than like Jack Black. And I wouldn't say it's complete, but he he's a you know well part of because we're more, talking about comedian. I mean, Jack Black is a comedian. He's a comedic actor, yes. and he is a comedian. Quinn Nanjiani is a comedian. Yes, you know Lizzo yeah. is a pop star, right? Like we're we're not yeah. talking about like. Andy Serkis came, I mean, he started by playing like Schmeagel, you know what I mean? Like that's, right. that's his first thing where you're like, oh my God, like his name was everywhere. Yeah. It feels like after that, you know? So it's just like, he's yeah, known Caesar. for yeah. losing himself into Crete, like, you know what I mean? And he's amazing at it. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, yes. it's just, it's just. And Bill Skarsgård, he's a famous actor like worldwide. And like, he's one of those yeah, kind I mean, of guys. It's like, he got he, started he's never in, like the, play, yeah. like doing the, uh, like, uh, what was like that? Um, I'm trying to think of that movie we watched in film school, but he was in like those early like um what's yeah, come out films? Um, uh, the waves, the breaking the waves, breaking Just waves and bon, yeah, who, yeah, Lars von Trier. Lars von, yeah, about. he got started like doing Lars von yeah. Trier, which are like art house, really good acting yeah. movie. You know what I mean? Like like yeah, yeah. he's got like pedigree. He, yeah, you know, and, and he's, he's different because like he also he's a character actor. He gets and lost he was in those one roles. Of the stars of that show. 
I think like, he's my favorite character I in Andor. So, I think so too. I mean, his 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 monologue is to me the greatest monologue that Star Wars has ever had. Like some he, of the yeah. best dialogue ever. It was like it's like Shakespearean Star Wars is yeah. that, that monologue. It's it's yeah. it's nuts. But yeah, I, I I'm ready for the scoop that that is like the inside story of Andor. Like what happened that created this just like unique convex of events that just allowed it to come out the way it did. Like was you know because you have to feel like you're right because it started so early whatever's infected star wars now this came this started enough before that that it never got fully infected right yeah like and it's i, I like, think it's also the sh- i think it's the showrunner i think it's is it tony gilroy or i can't remember mm. um i mean he did you know he came in rogue one everything else yeah. but he he, uh, yeah, Tony Gilroy. So I, I think it starts. I think it starts and ends with him. And I think, I don't. I don't think that the studio's making notes on lines. I think that is hundred percent Favreau and Filoni. And um, you know, yeah. it, it does give me a pause for some of these other things coming in so and yeah. everything else. But now, is I that just, Favreau and Filoni or just Filoni? It's as for my my knowledge, it's just Filoni. That gives um, me some hope. It does too. And that's the thing, like. Again, I just feel like they've kind of like, hey, we're we're even like kind of following the MC trajectory in terms of we're having crossovers and spinoff shows and like people are coming to this. It's like they're kind of even modeling like the the type of genre it is in yeah. terms of casting and everything else. Maybe by accidentally, I don't know, but I just think like things like I do kind of feel like, you know, it does worry me. I think Ahsoka is more safe because you know, Rebels and Clone Wars didn't really have this. Those also are right. different because they're animated, so you don't really automatically attach an actor to those kind of things. But anyway, um, about the pirate. I mean, so this, you know, I honestly had to look about what this episode was about for a second. But ultimately, this is like Grief Karga being, ex- you know, exiled yeah. from the city. It's the pirates coming back in from the first episode. And we even have the 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 pilot, the X-wing pilot from season two, I believe. Right. And it was cool seeing Zeb from Rebels. That's a cool little nod. That you was know, cool. For fans. He looked That's pretty neat. good. I was like disappointed he wasn't in more of the episode, though. Me too. You know, but hopefully we get him in rep or in the Soka yeah. coming out yeah. pretty soon. Um, True. Yeah. I mean, what what happens? What even happens in the episode, Daniel? Uh, they, they they fight the pirates, right? They bring all the Mandalorians. They kind of unite the tribe a little bit. Well, and... yeah, it's like the the X wing pilot goes to the rep uh, goes to the 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 Republic and ask for help. We get that scene with that guy. The main thing I know him from, he was in like Brooklyn nine, nine. He was like, Oh, the, he was like walk the, hard, dude. No, he's like, oh, okay. you don't, you know? Yeah. He's uh, yeah, I remember you want no part of this. Yeah. He yeah, was the child guy. eater cannibal in Brooklyn yeah, nine, nine in jail yeah. with Jake. Uh, yeah. He's a funny actor too. And actually it's weird. Is. Cause he was, he, he played a serious, a more serious role this but time. It, and it felt not great. Like it, it, again, it's like, yeah. I like that actor, but the scene, the writing and the delivery, it's just, eh, it didn't feel right. It well, felt, I don't know what their thing is this season about the politics of the new Republic. I don't know. No. And it's so heavy handed to me, man. Like it's, it's just so, so like, much, yeah. well, if they had just signed the car- charter, we could help them. But it's like, it's just like, it's like, there's no, there's no subtlety in how they're trying to spell things out for us. It's just like, look, here it is corruption or like, you know, gray morality. It's just like, come on guys. There's much more interesting ways to do this without just having an x-wing pilot be like 
but they need our help. Well, they didn't sign the treaty. So yeah. we can't do that. You know, it's just like, it's, yeah. and then like, well, maybe if they, uh, maybe they need to learn the lesson about why they should try. It's just like, guys. Like, I do also think uh, that like we would be more gentle on it if we had not seen Andor. It's like Andor opened up a door like, oh, this is how it should, like, it should, it could be. No, I'm not saying like it's, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying like, I think we'd be like a little, you're a little probably harsher. right. You're probably we might right. be saying, oh man, it's kind of cool that you're talking about the politics stuff, you know, like, you know, and that's not the greatest dialogue kind of thing, but I'm glad we're kind of getting some of this finally. So heavy handed and like badly written compared to in this the performances. And also it's like repetitive. We've had this beat yes. like five times now in this, in this season. And I don't know why it's so important all of a sudden, you know, again, it's all this Moff Gideon show not or tell not show shit. You know, it's like that we, yes. we finally got to see his thing at the end of this episode, like being broken. That was out. the coolest part, probably yeah. the whole episode was him finding the shuttle. But but yeah, again, it shuttle. was like so like earlier in the episode, but he never made it to trial. Also, why is no one else can why is this lonely X-wing pilot yeah. the only one that cares? I mean, like it that that yeah. makes it feel like that someone in the New Republic is like helping him which maybe that's what they're getting to is some big reveal there which would be cool at all but like it's just like yeah it's just like i knew he didn't make it to trial i, I don't know it's just like it's just so good. it was cool like when he sent the probe in i like that that was neat the best car i didn't expect that um that was cool you know cool. I, I you know I guess the best thing too is like it, Mando this season just just Mando for real quick he only it's all the action sequences are just flying in his you know yeah. really it's like there's like it's been three so far like half the season's like a, it's an air battle which again are cool but it's like mix it up like what happened to I Mando agree. fighting people like like a badass you know and listen and, I again the action in that episode was pretty damn good like the dog yeah, fighting was good but I just I do like seeing a giant Mandalorian jump down with a minigun and just start like it's it's pretty badass. Like I got some like okay, this is cool. Like I'm enjoying the action. Yeah. I'm enjoying just like I, I mean again, it's like why don't we have a Mandalorian video game by now where you're just like in the yeah, you're like one of the Mandalorians and going on bounty yeah. hunts across the yeah. galaxy. We've had a couple of those, but not nothing recent. No, so no. So um, yeah, it's so, just it's good. It's just anyway. Go ahead. Well, this episode I felt a little better in some ways because they were kind of tying in the pirates and also sure. moff gideon and then also the mandalorians to get like i felt a little better right. but also I'm, I'm still carrying the baggage of the rest of the season but then like at the end it's like okay now the armor is like yeah take off your helmet and like well, i'm cool with it now and like we're gonna it's like we never saw the armors like what the fuck that's an important thing to kind of see her change she doesn't we don't you know i'm like that's a big deal to just okay be, Yes, yeah. this and the event that happens at the end of the next episode just feels so plot forced. Yeah, dude, right? which gives it's me my big like, thing is like this is this show is not about Din Jarn anymore. It's about no. Bo Katan. It is, and it's just so like, well, we don't want them both to have helmets on because for one, like, you know, it's just hard to connect to characters without seeing their eyes. It's just what it is. It's I think it's just evolutionary. We like look in eyes to like yeah, tell us someone's trustworthy or not. Um yep. and so like I think for one, I get it, but for two, it really just does feel like, oh, here's a new rule that we forgot. We just, it was another rule. If you, if you walk in both worlds, you can take your helmet off, but there actually is no definition to walking in both worlds. We just arbitrarily say you do that based on if we want you to take how hot you are essentially. Like, do we want yeah. to look at your face? 
Okay, Fun you walk fact, both so, worlds. <laughs> Take side note, one of the coolest lines in the Ghost Rider trailer from Sony Pictures was he's the only one that can walk between both worlds. That was the sure. <laughs> so fun, right? Fun fact. So Ghost so Rider, Ghost Rider can do that. Bo-Katan is uh, Ghost Rider. That's the lesson. There you go. Um, yeah, and so getting to the next episode here with this, like, I think the the world was kind of interesting. I like seeing the different droids. I like, sure. I love seeing the like the 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 them <laughs> drinking oil. Obviously, I saw Christopher Lloyd, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. I heard him being cast in it. Yeah, um, and I love him, and I think he probably worked. He could have worked better than like Jack Black, whatever. But you don't really give a reason of like others. No. He doesn't really have strong motivation to want to. And they get had one sitting on the table when they were talking to him the first time. He's like, "Well, you know, if if it happened, then all these people would have to go back to work, and they they the society would collapse." And it could have just been like, "I believe our society has gotten too lazy, and we all need to start." He was trying to basically like, like manipulate people into not trusting droids and going back to work. Like that could have been sitting right there. It's just like a basic level motivation. No, it's not that interesting. No, it doesn't connect to anything else. And so, yes, it feels weird and a waste, but at least there is one. They just provided none. And he's just like, it was meme, your highness. I'm sorry. I hope someday you'll forgive me. And it's just like, did you, did you see the, did you see the, uh, I mean, I think it's supposed to be there, but there was, some glaring plot issues with that, but whenever he's talking in the wide shot, when he first like talks to her, to um, of Lizzo, they did some like morph cut stuff. Cause like he's in the wide shot and like, he literally, he glitches like three times. Christopher Lloyd does. I, I, I went, I, I was watching it and I paused it and I went back and watched like four more times because I wouldn't like, am I just, is this something like buffering issue? It's not he's there every time wow. they were cutting him and like taking out his dialogue, but in the wide shot. And I'm like, just cut to a different shot. Like, don't yeah. do that. Like, I was like, this is but a two hundred million dollars show. Cut to a different uh, shot. And there was, I know? did notice a couple of times when we were like, not Lizzo was not on screen. Like, maybe this is just me, but I could tell they were kind of piecing together different takes to put a sentence together. A couple of times, yes. Like, and may it, usually, I, like, I can tell you can usually tell with like the breaths between words, like if they're isn't yes. enough time for a breath or if it's like a, it, it you, that's where it kind of can feel unnatural. And again, maybe like probably no one else would ever notice it. Maybe like, yeah, so, I don't think no one would listen yeah. to it, but it was just, again, it just, it just feels like it just sometimes feels like, you know, someone throws a bunch of ideas at a sticky board, like, Oh, Lizzo. Oh, Jack Black. Oh, battle droids. Oh, Christopher Lloyd. And then like they go shoot a bunch of stuff and someone just has to piece something together from all this like random shit they do on set. So, yeah. I don't know. Like it just feels well, part of the issue with um, some of the, the the looks of it all, there was this cool, interesting, like artificial intelligent, like hologram monster thing behind them, always walking behind them, and like even some of the conversation shots. But putting that behind them, oh, behind Lizzo, like a part of her dress thing, was that her dress? Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was. I thought it was some like council member that was like. No, I think it was know, like a holog- also like holographic big. Into qu- the dress. Quit saying we're going to hail each other. Like it's Star Trek. Star Trek. They don't say that in Star also, Wars. Also, also. Oh yeah, those two fish in the beginning of it. Like, oh, that was the tr- the, the Troy thing. I was like, first of all, really cool having a captain inside of like a, a, a aquarium was, yes. thing. And it's funny seeing like this captain is it's snacking right now, and it's like the yes. the privilege of like this society. But it's like then after that, you have like this Troy scene of like this other fish coming in, and it's just like. 
it's so bad having these two people was... talk in the shot design. And I was like, like guys, holy shit, geez, this is bad. We can use some more CGI on the on like the mouths. Like, yes. like give me everything. Like, I love the prosthetics, but CGI the mouth. That would just elevate everything about it. Also, just in terms of hailing, in the previous episode, when uh the the uh when uh Carl Weathers is talking to the the guy, the pirate captain, whatever, he's mm -hmm. like, you know, when they're invading, she, like the droids, like whatever's like, sir, you're being hailed. And so he walks over and the guy's like, they do the thing. And at the end, the guy's like, don't hail me again until you're ready to surrender. And I'm like, you hailed him. Like you hailed him? Like what are you talking about? Like that just like, and then for one, they could have just like I wish they had just hung a hat on it and made it like a joke and he'd been like, he hailed me. Like, you know, like that would have been funny, but the fact that they didn't make it feel like it's like this oversight, like kind of like a script supervisor issue, like kind of thing. Cause it's I like, agree. What? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I mean, and also like look, and this is another thing too, like the decision of in a season two or Boca Boba Fat, whatever you want to call it, is like Baby Yoda is just this thing. I know, dude. That helps people win little weird sports ball things. Yeah. You know, and it's like he has no bearing on the plot anymore. And, no, you know, I I feel like that's part of the magic. of the, Like, he's just a thing that, like, it's now. It's just a thing. He's, he's just, just a around to keep selling merchandise. That is the 100%. Thing that kid's around. And, like, that, yeah, it is. And, like, and that, they that, have, again, that's what feels like this, this show has become, like, just how much can we like include all these weird characters to sell more merch? I, I don't know. Like it, it's also, you know, it's more interesting to me, the droids being like, you know what? We don't like being servants and slaves versus no, we love being servants and slaves. We just have a few yeah. bad apples. I did like the, the sci-fi gobbledygook of like the oil transmitting the software. I like that actually. I was sure. like, Oh, that's kind of, that's like interesting, but I don't like, they're like, no, we love being slaves and like and working for you guys. But, but also, how stupidly like, easy did they put that? Okay, we killed this battle droid. Oh, he has like a little name badge on there with an address for the with bar. an address. And like, also, it's the what? It's also it's the third one that Din Jaren kicks. He's like, I knew you had to be in here somewhere amongst these thousands. He you does. Know? Yeah, it's just. You it know? just it's one of those things where, like they didn't do any work. It was handed to them. It's like they followed Ooh, a rabbit plot. trail, you know? It's, it's plot. It, yeah. And, and all that was to like, I guess them go on a, a little thing together. I mean, it's a thing. The The important thing in this episode, the whole, re again, it's the classic Mandalorian thing. We have to, yes. we, we have a goal and it's like, well, here's a favor for us kind of thing. It's like, okay, all I right. get that. This, that was the show in the first two seasons. But, like yes. that's not, should be the show anymore. No. And then we get to the fight at the end, which is like, which was not bad. They incorporated a few things that was kind of cool with like the jetpacks and the ropes and wires and stuff. But also it felt like, why are these Mandalorians? And there was that giant ship out there. So that could be housing most of their stuff. But like we're on this field I know. and we're just hanging out. And it's like, yeah. of course she's going to, it's the thing is, of course she's going to win. And then I even thought too, like episode two, that way she bested the guy who bested Mando. And like, shouldn't that sure. be like, it's kind of like, it's literally, it's literally from Harry Potter. That's the plot of the Elder Wand in the last movie. It's like, no, I bet Draco Malfoy bested me and whatever. And like the wand belongs to Harry and not Voldemort. That's literally for the plot right. of Harry Potter, the last Harry Potter. But it's like, I don't know, man. It's 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 just it just feels I, so, so like you want on a technicality. 
kind of thing. It doesn't feel. We did, but also again, this is like she gets the dark saber back on technical, like on this weird, like just unsatisfying technicality. Well, one thing is this is partly a deep cut thing for a lot of people, but I'm sure there are tons of Bo-Katan fans out there, and they loved her and Clone Wars and Rebels and all this stuff, you know. And they're like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, she gets the dark saber." All these kind of things. I want. It's like, but I'm just like. I mean, I kind of didn't. I was kind of like, you know, I like I always liked the guy, the the king who never wanted to be king. That's like my sure. favorite version of the king. Sure. And I I like the idea that Mando gets this this thing that he didn't ask for, and then he has to wrestle with that and then unite this clan that he still desperately wants to be sure. a part of. That's interesting to me. Sure. Not seeing her lose her this person that comes in, lose their tribe off screen, and then. And the, you know what I'm saying, like, and also yeah. like, I lo- I love uh, I like Katie Sackhoff. She's like a really sweet person in real life and everything else. But I don't think she's that interesting to watch. Really, not really. You know, like she's not someone I just like. I'm super drawn to emotionally through acting or anything. You know, I just yeah. she does some good looks sometimes. She has a good stuff. Like she does some good things, but it's and again, she's, a, she's one note a lot. Yeah, and, Maybe, this, again, this, and again, that may be the writing and the directing, not her. You know, what yeah, I mean? it's, it's, and uh, yeah, and it's literally like, oh, this show is now not about Din Djarin. it's about Bo Katan. Yeah, and it should they should have made it about they should have just done a spinoff, and everyone would have loved that too, and then had them combine again. But it's like, I just don't know why you would sideline your main guy. You know, like I hate that kind of shit. Yeah. I mean, part of it is probably they just don't know what to do with him, too. It's just like it is, it is difficult. Well, it's not, I don't know. It's not that difficult. I just told. I just said the what a good path would have been. Yeah, you know, like I get you, it. you give. You know, you 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 you. And if you want your cake and eat it too, you know, you have, you have, you know, the whole thesis of it all would be like Mando has to learn that. You know, it's like it's like the Jedi thing and the Sith thing. It's like, no, there's balance. You don't have to follow one path completely because you're missing out on other parts of your life. It's the right. same thing here. It's like she could she could be the rebel, he could be the straight shooter, and she learns that the that legacy and, and inheritance is good, and he learns that it's okay to be flexible and to carve a new right. path that way they, their, their tribe can actually survive and flourish. Sure. And so you have him be the unwanted king, but then after the mission's done, then you give it to her. You know, like, you know, I, I did what I did, right. what I did, what you couldn't do. Now you do what you know how to do. You know how to lead, sure. but you didn't know how to, you, you know how to lead, but you didn't know how to win the war. Sure. You know? And so like, yeah. that's, that's how you have your kicking. And then you have him right off in the sunset as a Mandalorian on a guy on a path, you know, and like he united the clan and he's going back to his basics. Like he's going back and he's going to do missions now on, on behalf of the tribe. And then you have sure. Bo-Katan, you know, it's like, that's it. That's your whole show arc. It's not that complicated. Sure. And, it, it, and it's also interesting. You know, I just. Yeah, I agree. I don't know, Daniel. It's tough. I mean, you never want to be here with a show, period, but especially one that you've really enjoyed up to this point, you know. And um, yeah, I still find I mean, a lot to point, love about it. But yeah, yeah, exactly. There's still good stuff in it. There's still good actors and some good performances. There's some cool action. Um. But yeah, I mean, I think at this point, I'm really kind of turning my anticipation away from the Mandalorian at all, and just kind of looking. Well, hopefully, Bo-Katan is good. Um, I was thinking, what are we, we? What are the other ones we know that are coming? Is it? We have Skeleton Crew, which Ezra- is John Watts. We have Ahsoka, and we oh, have, okay. yeah, and we have um, Andor season two, which is the last season. Right. 
And then whatever they conjure up at Star Wars Celebration, you know, like probably Obi-Wan season yeah. two and then also whatever movies that may or may not be coming out. Do it good. Like, I'm honestly like, don't. It's just going to make me more sad if they just put out another. Unless if they just do what they did again. Well, they used all their best meat in that first season. Like the, your meat was Basically. Anakin versus Obi-Wan. And like that was and you wasted it. So like. How can you ever get to that level again? You're going to do a season where it turns out it was all a dream and he has to do it again. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, the only thing you could do is maybe, is maybe kind of start adapting in live action some of the rebel stuff, which is like Darth Maul versus Obi-Wan at the end. God, you know what I'm saying? Awesome. Like, yeah, that's that's where you kind of maybe can get, at the very end, you just tie it back and just shoot it in live action and, you know, and, and make it. Yeah, that's how you do that. Their final fight is not flashy at all, but it's very poetic, you know? Yeah. No, but if it, again, it kind of just turns out. I mean, I'm kind of at this point with Star Wars. I'm just like, well, I hope the Ahsoka Ezra Miller Thrawn arc is good <laughs> because I'm, I'm, you know, I mean, Oh, Ezra Bridger. You're Bridger, saying Miller. Sorry, and I was like, I was like sorry, having yeah, PTSD yeah, and stuff. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. Ezra Bridger, yeah. Thrawn and Ahsoka. It's like, I hope that, arc is good because that could have that that's the next one that feels like okay there's a lot of potential there right like you could tell some really badass storytelling i mean it honestly worries me i'm honestly like thrawn deserved movies and honestly i I just i thrawn should have been the sequels it really should have been 100 and they just yeah it's sad but at least there's like a lot of rich interesting stories both in rebels in the books before rebels like there's just a lot to do with thrawn a lot of good stuff to draw upon i hope they get a really good actor in there as like the uh as thrawn i mean i i almost feel like i could see um who's the guy in resident alien um alan tudyk Alan tudyk i could even he's got the like the face shape almost for it i could really k2so well, that's fine. He's, he, I know, that's, that's, but I well, the rumor see... was that it was going to be the voice actor from rebels. And then also, which I think is Matt Mickelson's brother, actually. He's, I mean, that's, I mean, I was, that was my other pick was, but he's already in star Wars too. So he can't, um, you're right. Yeah. So but I think his brother voiced Thrawn in the show. And I think he said recently, I think it's been back and forth. Like he is Thrawn in this. He's not Thrawn. So gotcha. I, no one knows really yet. hundred percent, but, but that's just, yeah, that, that's the next time we're going to get another young Jedi. That's like fun to follow and has, we don't, they have, they have so much untold story to do. Like what does happen with him after all this? Like, yeah. I would love for them eventually. This is also like I would love a crossover with like Jedi Survivor, Jedi Fallen Order, because this is oh, like man. in the like they should have been generally around like at the same time frame, and that's another Jedi that's kind of on his own little mission. And they like mo capped Cameron Monog, like you literally mo capped the actor that plays him, so you it's so easy to bring him into live action. Like I suspect he will instantly. make an appearance at some point, you know for sure. Um, that comes out in a couple of weeks, actually. So that'd Very be fun to, We're fun, about to have fun to a watch. lot of guns, gums, games coming out, which is exciting. Yes. Um, well, the uh, another one I thought of mid when you were talking was the Acolyte. Um, I think it comes but out that's next a year. Prequel. It's a prequel. Yeah. And prequel are, about are the still, Sith. Are, there, are we still like wondering if it's Plagius or it's? Um, we don't know. Bane, Darth Bane. We don't. We don't know yet. Plagius, Bane, or, or even it's. Do we know it's definitely not um, Sidious? prequel i think it predates him i don't know how old Sidious technically is but this is like i think this is like the start of the sith well in theory i think he found a way to keep himself alive extra long didn't he like no i I do yeah 
I agree. His... That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't know how old he is. But at the, I mean, if, it, if it's the start of the Sith, then it predates Sidious by oh, a good if, chunk. If it's the start of the Sith, that's like, is that's what they're doing? There's that's like way before like even like games have touched like, like yeah, timelines. And it could, and also that could be wrong. It could be like two, maybe it's two hundred years before Phantom Menace, which is like not the start of the Sith. So, or like the start of the Sith that became relevant in the movies, right? The start so of that ac- kind of line of Sith. So I Plagius like. Bane, maybe one of those guys. Yeah. Um. Let's look right here. Again, that sounds int- like that. There's a lot of potential for good shit there. Good characters, good it's, story, yeah. badass action, like just everything. Eight episodes. It take it comes out in 2024. Uh, it takes place approximately a hundred years before Episode One, so we'll probably de- probably be dealing with Plagius and Sidious. A former Padawan reunites with her Jedi Master to investigate a series of crimes, but the forces they confront are more sinister than they ever anticipated. So perhaps Plagius ends up being a woman. I don't know if that's ever like been been. Uh said either way i don't know like, it, it probably it has is. in like there's canon. yeah yeah in old canon yes I it think. was male yeah he was male but they they uh, could always change that for their own purposes sure they absolutely could um yeah so i uh i don't also care about that show either though i mean it's i mean of course i love cds and plagueis but i'm like if they can do I, some like dark storytelling like give me some like grizzly yeah, like so. dark shit like that could be great like if you want to give me like a semi-horror type show where it's like yeah like you know somewhat of like a hannibal lecter but star wars kind of thing where it's like you're seeing some yeah I don't know, hey you're, you're selling me on it you know yeah. i just i'm not i don't have a lot of faith right now and no star i don't wars. either I'm, I'm 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 hyping myself far away to that probably yeah and then you know i don't have a lot of faith in that and then also Marvel's just kind of been not the hitting as much lately. Disney and, uh, is, uh, it's got two of the most successful franchises in the world in the history of entertainment, and they are both sputtering a bit right now. Yeah, It'll and DC is also sputtering, you know. Interesting. So I feel like DC at least has a plan that should go up. Like, they, it, it feels like DC's best days are still ahead of it, right? Like they DC- are, but we have to get through this like this first year and a half oh, of yeah, like sure. res- of residuals that they like. Can't, like, can't I enjoyed the Blue Beetle trailer, but I don't think it's going to set the box office on fire. Right. If yeah. if Shazam didn't do it, I'm not sure Blue Beetle will. And so, like, yeah, you have the Flash, which has the potential to make a lot of money. That might be really fun and a good movie. Like, that sounds like a great movie. Sure. But it's also it none of these things matter at the moment, you know, and then Aquaman, right. It's doing poor, te- you know, who, who the, that's the thing. I can't talk about DC. I'm gonna have a fucking brain aneurysm. Um, so Daniel, how can our listeners write into us? Listeners, you can write into bit.ly slash two, four, one mail. Let us know what you thought of episodes five and six of the Mandalorian season three. Uh, if you're like us or maybe like our friend, Travis, who texted us earlier, weren't quite thrilled with the product we've been getting from the Mandalorian. Um, you know, whether it's the cameos that are bothering you, the writing, the, the plot. I mean, the fact that Dinjarin and Yoda have been effectively sidelined from anything major going on in the show. There's a lot that might be bothering you. Or you know what? Maybe you're just one of those people that has no standards and you love everything. And, you know, you just <laughs> you, you just you don't hate you have no opinions. You just absorb the opinions of anyone around you. 
Let us know, bit.ly slash 241 mail. Yeah, please let us know what kind of listener you are so we can block you, yeah. I guess, so is, we is the message. Flay you alive on, on we're going to like, we're going to like dox you. We're going to read your address yeah. online. We're going to just, yeah. Exactly. I guess so. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I tend to have rose colored glasses on a lot of things that I love. I feel like um, I I have been this factor that is like continually making your glasses less rose, like ever since. I'm trying. You know I'm what so, I mean? Like I'm, it's like I, I'm, I'm constantly like, trying to pull out the polish. I'm kind of I'm always looking for new <laughs> pairs of glasses. So I'm you know I'm yeah. I'm always trying to to combat it. But um, part of it is you know I'm we're, we're, we've been talking about this stuff for a long time. Like you and me, we talk about a lot of I mean 157 different things. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and like and a, and a uh, you know a decent amount of those have been Mandalorian episodes. Even if you think numbers versus like probably the, we've probably done more. Well, I don't know. I don't know if we've done more star Wars episodes or more Marvel episodes at this point. It's hard to it, probably that would be an interesting count. Um, but yeah, I mean like if you think we used to do a Mandalorian episode every week. So like there's probably at least 20, 30 Mandalorian only episodes. Well, this is chapter 22. So there's at least, not that many because we've combined episodes a kind few, of like yeah. yep so i mean we've probably hit like 15 i, I guarantee you though it's uh probably more marvel than anything so let's look probably and i mean, it, I mean mc see. alone just just the multiverse saga has 31 episodes just the multiverse saga so i mean really? that's that's how did we have just of the multiverse. I mean, we've talked, you got to think how many shows there were. We talked about mul- like wow. every episode. Wow. Okay. I mean, there's yeah, a lot. There. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. There's been a lot more Marvel TV. Yeah. I mean, like Star Wars, I mean, we had five episodes on the Clone Wars, Star Wars, you know, like That's six true. episodes on Mando season one. That's true. Um, yeah. Star yeah. Wars. Star Wars in general says 24 right now, 24 episodes. Okay. That's where we're at, which is not yeah, bad. We did sit longer. I mean, we did some really long Star Wars reviews of movies and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess we don't have an MCU playlist, I guess, which is kind of wild. Um, yep. Yep. My name is Donovan Thompson. I am Daniel Wingfield. And to quote the great Ognots, we have spoken. <laughs>